Before I get into today's episode, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Ngunnawal and Ngambri people. We acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded and that it always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Hey everyone, welcome back to Let's Be Candid. For today's episode, we have Lottie Quinn joining us. Hello, Lottie. Hello. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the show. Oh, a bit nervy. <laughs> a little bit nervy. A little bit nervy. We've both had a bit of big days. We both had exams on today. Yep. So we've got a bit of pent-up nerves. Yeah, yeah, pent-up energy, pent-up anxiety. Yep. So Lottie and I, for background knowledge, we went to school together on the Sunshine Coast and we've been friends for a long time. And now Lottie still lives in Queensland. Lottie moved to Townsville for uni and she is a med student at JCU. Yeah. Medical gal. Yeah. So on today's episode, we are going to be talking about uni burnout and the anxiety and stresses that occur due to uni. Lottie has a bit of a fresh and interesting perspective on this as she experienced pretty severe burnout last year that turned into a depressive episode, which occurred due to copious amounts of stress that stemmed from her large workload. Because we are currently in exam block at ANU and I think at many unis. I feel like every uni at the moment is in exam yeah. block. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's awful to go around. So I think a lot of people would be feeling pretty burnt out and pretty stressed as we're almost at the end of the year and it's been a very big year of uni. So I thought this episode would be really important to talk about that. I don't know. We're all feeling the same. We're all burnt out. And yeah, so we'll be jumping into that in a little bit. But before we get into that, we will give our little high and low of the week. Well, I think I could probably incorporate my high and low of the last seven days into today, I would say. Yeah. Could both be done today. My low was probably like when I first woke up this morning and I was in a really good mood. And I was like, yes, sun is shining, birds are chirping, it's a beautiful day. And then I realised that my exam was in like 45 minutes. Yeah. And I feel like that just really got me. And I was like, oh, God. Um, and then I was like, I'm prepared, but that's okay. And then I would say probably my high is leaving the exam building and driving straight to Coles at 10 15 a.m and oh. eating an entire job of Ben and Jerry's oh yum that's yeah okay so we've got a bit of a mixed day mixed bag yeah yeah all the first of the day for me but yeah. it, was, it was a great time we listened to country music I'm now a country music gal Townsville's changing yeah have converted me I know but um yeah it was actually really fun it was just driving down listening music eating ice cream good Good vibe. We love a little Ben and Jerry's moment at 10 in the morning. My high of the week is Canberra is a lot more normal now. Mm, We can do a lot more things now. So a lot more social, which is really nice. So I've had like some nice dinners and things like that. Um, Low though, this is very random, but it's really heating up in Canberra, which I know is probably nothing in comparison to Townsville. (laughs) Like I can't complain. But my room gets the sun so intensely that it's boiling all the time. 
and I can't I can't stand it and for some reason the humidity just makes me so angry yeah. do you feel it's this Lottie yes I do I always wear long sleeve shirts in my exams and Helmsworth still wearing one and I walked out of the exam theater and I almost started crying because of how hot it was I felt like I was opening an oven door and it's so infuriating it's, it's like insane no experience yeah and I feel like every single year oh my gosh it just gets this time of the year and I'm like I yeah. can't do this how did I do this last year yeah, yeah. <laughs> frustrating but we live we live we yes. live life yeah <laughs> So last year, Lottie experienced severe burnout due to copious amounts of stress, which stemmed from her um, really large workload. Yeah. So um, like all throughout school and stuff, I've been like quite a high achiever, which I have to be to get into medicine. And I had quite like high expectations and pressure on myself. So I kind of came in to medicine with that idea, like still holding myself up to like have all this like academic validation and like I had a lot of pressure on myself from the get-go to do really well but once you get here you realize that like you're not special everyone else that you do uni with is like really smart and you like now when you're in uni all you have to do is just pass but I still had that like idea in my head that I had to do really well so I think that's like all the pressure that I had on myself the first semester was a little bit crazy because we were in like a home we were in quarantine and whatever so it was like a lot easier for me to do my work because I didn't have like the social interaction and like the distraction from other people and like other people around me to kind of freak me out from how much work they were doing like I was just at my own pace doing my own thing but it was the second semester that it really hit and I was like going in like I was like oh my god this is so stressful and I was doing all this work and I just kept like putting in 100% and like taking out of my own priorities like sleeping and exercising and doing my things and that's when it got to the point where I was like running on fumes and like was just practically like a study machine and had no life and I think that's what like triggered the burnout because I just had no energy I was having no fun I was like study 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 yeah definitely and I think we also went to quite an academic school and you've also been very academic I feel like throughout your life so you are brought up to be like to really prioritize it and especially in year 12 like that's the environment that you're in so when you go into uni it's easy to just continue with that pattern by prioritizing your um academic work over all other aspects of your life because you kind of perceive it as being more important for a while there Yeah. yeah so um doing med as well and then moving away to a like residential college which is very social um Mm -hmm. meeting lots of new friends and then trying to keep up everything else in your life but then um doing such a tough degree that I think it can be really easy for the workload to not ever get easier so you're going and going and going and then it really never subsides yeah yeah and I feel like because in I mean this is my first like real experience with burnout I feel like in year 12 we all kind of got like stressed but I don't know I feel like this was just so much more and I wasn't expecting it for this to happen but I was giving so much that I had nothing left to give which is kind of the way that I think of it and like I was 
kind of fooled because to me how I saw at the time I was like if I prioritize an extra two hours of sleep and I get another two hours of sleep and I don't study like that's losing precious study time so I can't do that but if I looked at it in more of like a long-term thing like if I get more sleep then I'll be more productive Mm. and I think that it's kind of too scary to give into that like if I properly look after myself and I sleep and I eat and I do all the things I need to do then I will actually be more productive but just it's a bit scary to give into that at the time because it seems like the only thing you can actually do is study and you can compromise everything else because everything else is a you know an option but study is the only like non-negotiable yeah and that was the that was the bad mindset that I got into that really threw me around and then like the point that really characterized it for me was like where I had been keeping up with that attitude for so long that I like then couldn't actually do anything. And it was like halfway through spot back, like the week before exams, pressure was on and I, it was one week out. And then I just like got to the point where I was like struggling to get out of bed, like crying all day. It was just like, that was the point where I wasn't even productive. And I was like, what have I even, you know, I've wasted all this time now. And I've like, tried so hard and now I actually can't do anything like that was you know that was the burnout where I was like I have nothing left like as I was saying like right before exams which was awful and I was even like considering like getting um deferred exams kind of thing because if you have like a mental health thing you can like defer defer it or something and I've had a psychologist for ages and I was um I was actually doing really well that year. So I was like, oh, I hadn't chatted to her for a while. So I gave her a call and I had a chat to her and it was um, really good. I kind of got myself a bit back on track after kind of checking in with her. But yeah, it was, yeah, to the point where I like was just not doing anything, not, not being productive, but also like was trying to do things to get myself out of it. And I just couldn't seem to like snap out of it not great it really did take a long time to like recover from it and like just to sleep enough and to eat enough and to get all like physically recovered from it because it's not just like mentally draining it just like affects your whole yeah and I completely get how that feels and you're just so worked up in your head that it's so hard to have that balance and to snap out of it and to like keep going and have a better lifestyle when you're at that rock bottom point yeah it like everything just seems like such a big task it all just seems so like unrealistic because you're just like I just don't think that's gonna happen for me I don't think I can you know get out of bed like I hear that term used a lot and it didn't really like come to life like I can't get out of bed today I was like I my whole life just thought like oh you're just being lazy kind of thing like but until it happened to me I was like holy Jesus like I really can't get out of bed like this is to the point where I just don't know if I can do do life properly normally yeah Mm. it's horrible yeah um so that went on for two weeks and then what changed so well I went home and I obviously didn't have uni anymore because it was the end of the year so I could have a bit of time to like reflect on it and um have a look at what went wrong and I really just focused in that time kind of just to try and do things that I actually like to do Mm. and not for the purpose of anything else because I feel like being a very um like academic 
goal-oriented person. I like to always have, like, things to do and achievements and, like, to-do lists and all this stuff. And I've, like, placed a lot of priority and, like, I I need to be productive today. I can't just lounge around. But I just, like, indulged in that. And I was like, you know what? I need this. I'm going to let myself do it. And for once, just was like, chill out. You don't have any, like, requirements right now. You can just relax. And I did that. And that was great. And I had the whole, you know, holidays off and I got to do some, you know, see family Christmas, do all that kind of stuff. Um, and then, yeah, it was much more regenerated, better mindset for second year, for sure. Yeah. No, that's so true. I think taking a step back and being like, what do I actually like doing? Like, mm. and then prioritizing that over the other things where you're like, I don't need to be doing this this much if it doesn't really provide me any joy. Yeah. Like once yeah. you'd be like, okay, this is something I really like doing. So this will be something that I continue to prioritize, like regardless of how useful or whatever it is in your life. It is a very big um, like self-discovery tool to actually find out what you like doing and not doing it for the purpose of being good at it or for how useful it is. Like my hobbies used to be practicing my French that I learned in high school so that I could, you know, remember my French. And I was like, I do like French, but I'm doing this just so I can be good at it or like, you know, have an accomplishment. And then I was like, I actually just like walking outside in the afternoon and it's not, you know, productive or like towards a goal or anything. It's just for fun. So, you know, things like that, focusing on what you actually like doing. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so you said you went home, you hung out with your family, you kind of reevaluated, started doing things you liked doing more, which I feel like is quite easy on the coast as well because we're so lucky to have such like yeah. a beautiful home. Like we've got the beach, we've got such nice walks. Like it's very easy to get back into nature and really like kind of, yeah. um, I don't know, get level-headed again, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which the holidays are really good for and I feel like that was very good timing. But then at the yeah. same time it was probably that build-up over the entire year and then it just got to your final exams and yeah it just got to that point once coming back for your second year how did you maintain those new habits I just made sure that I made time to actually keep doing everything that I like and I made it I made that a non-negotiable because before my study was the only non-negotiable that I had in my day but since I got um, the My Goals Diary, which you actually recommended oh, me. Oh, I did. Yes. Plug for I, that. Very good diary. I, yeah, I've actually been using it. And each day, um, for each week, it's got, like, my goals for this yeah. week. And my, my achievements this week and, like, a high moment this week. And I actually take the time to fill it out and literally my goals for this week are like being like reasonable with myself having like a fun time each day like little things like that and like this whole semester I have made sure that I get enough sleep yeah which is probably a really big thing I've also made sure that every day I have med free time because it's really easy to just like do it all the time and like be on college and talk about it all the time and it's just like I don't want to just be a med student. I want to be like a human and enjoy my time. So I feel like I've just by maintaining that the entire semester and like making sure I get time outside each day, I've like had that as a habit. And I, it's just like, I do that every day now, like without 
question and it's just ne- like even now this morning before my exam I did go for like a little walk and like got to sit by the pond and like do a bit of meditation like that kind of stuff yeah um, definitely yeah just to like make me a more well-rounded person rather than just a fried out med student yeah and you know what I've noticed with that because I'm also in my second year of uni and I think in my first year I really really tried like I tried so hard in all my courses and then this year I have a lot more things happening and I've noticed I seem to go the exact same if not better and it just feels like when you are more well-rounded and when you have your focus a little bit more diverse and when you're doing more things it seems to end up benefiting your grades in the end yeah I I definitely agree I've had the exact same experience my um like total grade for the year had um well so far I haven't got the results back for these exams yet but so far at where I'm sitting at the moment is 15% higher than I was last year and I think it's because I'm actually like in a good mindset and when I put my head down to study I'm actually productive and my brain is like in a state where it can learn information rather than just trying to cram things in there all the time like I so get you I definitely have the same experience I mean you can't be 100% productive 100% of the time like you cannot just expect yourself to be able to be a machine and work through watch all your lectures do everything like for like 12 hours a day so I was always like you know you need to have breaks so if you just make the most of like all your time off you end up being more productive also back to what you were saying with the diary that we have I'm trying to find my diary quickly because we are so similar I do the exact same thing Lottie in these diaries this is a bit of a plug get a yearly diary we have a my goals diary it's quite good there's a few other ones that are pretty good as well but they really help me to just be like on top of everything and in this one they have like three weekly wins yes yeah so for that I always make sure that at least two of the three are things that help me that aren't like I don't know academic or anything like that so fun things that help me so like last week I had um go for a run which was a fun thing for me yeah and go out for dinner with friends which was a fun thing for me and then I also had do my exam yeah yeah so I feel like having that space to be like these are fun things I want to do for me yeah is so good this was an example of mine um a little bit earlier in the semester this was like more of like a reflective thing like when I was at the end of the week I was like what were three things that were good about this week one of them was did not cry once the other one was had fun time off (laughs) and the last one was booked flights to see Tom so who's my boyfriend long distance boyfriend yes so um yeah so it's good to reflect it is yeah it's so good and yeah it, it is really good by sitting down writing out in your diary things that you want to do for yourself as well as things that you need to do throughout the week it can really help to kind of just cope with it all yeah and to like set good intentions I feel like being intentional is something that I've really tried to do this year as well like do I actually want to do this is this actually 
you know, going to help me? Like, do I need this time? Like that kind of thing, like being more in tune with what I actually need and what my body's telling me. So I feel like it's good to have like a space to really bring that out. Like, yeah. Set your goals, know what you want to do. You also said briefly before that you used to see someone a while ago and then hadn't seen her all last year because you were doing quite well. But then yeah. how, do you, have you like reached out to anyone to help with this like stress? Yeah. So, well, the psychologist that I had was I first got her like in year 11 um, when I thought I was having a heart attack, but it was actually a panic attack. And so she was, she, I had it all three, like year 11 and year 12. <laughs> and then when I moved to uni, I was like, no, this is fine. Like, I don't need her anymore. I'm good. Like, and then I was obviously not so good. And so I had a few sessions with her over the holidays, even though by the time that like of the week, the appointment rolled around, I was like, I don't even need this. Like, mm. this is fine. I'm good. And then I would get in there and then I'd be like, oh my God, I so needed this. Yes. And so I've actually, I have had like, I think I've filled out my whole mental health care plan, which is like 20 appointments for this year. So like I've been using her a lot and I find it so helpful and I'm like very open. I talk about it a lot with my friends and like, you know, I make it not like a taboo thing. Like, I don't mm. know. I feel like everyone should see one. <laughs> yeah. I think that's so important. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's great. I agree. I also agree with the fact before you're about to go to an appointment like that you always think that you don't need to like you're always like I don't need this anymore I needed it yesterday but I don't need it today like I always am like that but I think if you go even if you go and you're like I didn't need it you just go a few more times be open to it I think it can really 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 help in these certain situations just having that person to talk to that has a little bit of an insight yeah yeah and always neutral and like they just know everything I just sometimes I wonder how she gets inside my head and knows everything they're just (laughs) it's so helpful (laughs) yeah definitely yeah just like validate your feelings as well and your experiences I feel like a lot of people downplay it's like oh people have it worse like I don't think I'm bad enough to need one kind of thing like everyone has hard emotions and like difficult experiences that they go through and I don't know I just feel like it's never not bad enough to need a psychologist definitely and so now we're a year after basically this happened which is actually crazy that we're finishing our second year of uni that's scary no not ready to be third year so that was like almost a year ago today so yeah, you've... it was. I saw a video pop up in my Snapchat of me crying oh, one year ago today. So it is. Yeah. Creaky. Yeah, oh, meanwhile, scary. I had the video on Snapchat of us dancing through the school because we graduated two years ago today. <laughs> my God, two years. Nope. I know, I know. I feel the same. I feel like I haven't aged at all. It's good, though. Yeah. Um, it feels weird. Though. Yeah, definitely very weird. But, yeah, so you've done a full year since how have you changed like how have you made those changes and like how is your like day-to-day life now in comparison to when it was just like study 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 yeah so now I actually sleep which is a good thing that's very important last year I was not sleeping but I actually have like a nice sleep routine and I wake up in the morning and I you know I have all like my little goals but before I was like 
waking up would turn my lights on like put clothes on go down into the library and lock myself in there and like wouldn't speak to anyone all day would just study and then cry at my desk for 15 minutes on a timer and then keep studying like it was ridiculous it was so bad and I don't know why I thought that was substantial it wasn't it never was but this year I'm kind of just like I feel like the word to sum up would just be gentle. And if I don't get all of the work that I set myself done, that's okay. Because sometimes I actually do more than I set myself. Sometimes I do less and I try not to freak out about it. And, you know, usually I have all my lists and all my goals and everything. And like, sometimes I get a bit too hyper fixated on it, which I was doing last year. This year, I kind of was just like more, you know, whatever I can get done is actually good. I think treating yourself more gentle is so important and going into that if people have been in this mindset and they're just feeling very burnt out with life because of um uni work because it's been a very long semester like lockdown like we've just we're in exam block at the moment um like we have all these exams going on and people are just in this rut of just feeling really exhausted all the time and just struggling to be motivated i feel like having that balance is really important and i think for each other our balances probably look a bit different actually now that I say that I feel like they're actually quite similar I feel like we actually do have quite similar hobbies so I take that back um (laughs) like I we both um quite like doing things outdoors and exercising so like going for a run going for walks going to the gym everything like that really helps with the balance and then you've got the social balance we're both at residential colleges so hanging out with your friends that really really helps Mm -hmm. just like have more things going on during your day and just like taking that time out to be like, okay, I'm going to hang out with my friends today. I'm going to do some form of exercise today. I'm going to do something outside today. Yeah. Can really help. Sorry. As counterintuitive as it seems, you need to do more fun things in order to get back on track. Like, and that's what I really didn't listen to. Like people always say, Oh, go outside, go for a walk. Like go, go talk to your friends. And I was like, shut up that's not going to help me learn my content is it but it actually does because your brain it was interesting we actually learned this at uni but your brain won't like learn new information if it's too stressed because your emotions are running too high for you to actually take in new information because you're in a flight or fright like you're in a state of survival mode like you're not going to learn new information so it was interesting because if you are stressed you won't learn stuff so to de-stress and learn stuff you need to actually listen to what people say when they tell you to sleep or go outside or go for a walk or go for a coffee with a friend I also think for people even people who aren't necessarily studying at uni and people who are just like maybe working full-time or just have a lot on their plate at the moment it's very common to feel quite burnt out during life and I think it's really important to like find ways to cope and mechanisms to get out of that state of mind even though it can be very difficult yeah yeah definitely I really think that like the burnout experience is not reduced to just people like at school or studying whatever like you can have a crazy week and be working over time or like you know just stuff going on in your life that can cause you to like have that burnout experience and it's all the same you really just need to like listen in to what your body's kind of telling you and just take that time off to kind of regenerate recover and take it you know maybe like take a week off work or like take a few days of work if that's not feasible just like make an afternoon of it or have a nice night have a nice shower that kind of thing <laughs>
We are back for the uni hack of the week. So to do with burnout and breakdowns, we will be providing a little bit of insight of what we think are helpful mechanisms. I don't know, a little bit of a hack. And yeah, so my uni hack of the week is when you're feeling quite stumped and stressed and just all around not great and you're trying to get some work done, just get up and leave whatever environment you're in. And just either go outside, go for a really quick walk, maybe call a friend or a family member, go grab a coffee, just get up and leave for a little bit and then come back and you've got a little bit of freshness and you're just feeling a little bit, I don't know, you've got a different mindset when you step back into the room. And that really helps me whenever I'm like, I'm not getting any work done, but I'm really stressed because I need to get work done. If you just take 15 minutes to go do something else and then come back, I always seem to be a lot more productive and a lot less stressed. Yeah. Good hack. Um, so my hack is, which I've actually been doing this for a while, and I think this is very important to do, especially at this time of the semester, is creating a to-do and a ta-da list. So it is equally important to think about all of your accomplishments as it is to think about all of the things that you need to accomplish in the coming time. So whenever I make my to-do list, I'm like, oh my God, there's a bit of stuff on there. I go, okay, I'm making a ta-da list next to it. And I'm like presenting to myself all of the things I actually have done. And it's, you know, it's a bit easy to get in that mindset. Like, oh my God, I've done nothing. I've been procrastinating. I've wasted all this time. And then if you do that ta-da list, you actually go, oh no, I have done this. I have done that. And it's a bit like reassuring to me because I'm like, no, like trust yourself. You have actually done stuff. These are the things you know a lot. Let's make a start on the to-do list one step at a time. Oh my God, that was such a good hack. <laughs> oh my gosh, I want to take mine back. You just no, completely add to mine. I want to go to that right now. That's so nice. It's so easy as well because you get into that state like, I've done nothing. Then you like, you just spiral from there. You're just like, I've, you know, done nothing. I'm so stressed. I don't know anything. I've been procrastinating. Like when you get into that mindset, like you kind of, it's a bit self-fulfilling then you keep being procrastinated but if you're like oh no like I'm getting stuff done girl boss let's keep going like it's a good it's a good mood changer now I want to change mine to something else that I do that I t- that I stole off my friend Jess is oh, yeah. looking myself in the mirror and like talking to myself but then oh, yeah. okay that's what she does and she's like you're gonna do this and this and you're doing a really good job and like speaks to herself really nicely but I've like started doing that just like all the time so I'll like get out of bed and be like great job Lucy like I'll forget (laughs) and then it's like now you're gonna put on an outfit and then you're gonna go and do this and it's just like speaking to yourself nicely but like out loud actually really helps be like oh yeah I am doing a really good job yeah no, and in psychological studies, positive self-talk was one of the biggest determinators of um, mental health outcomes. So, like, if you talk to yourself nicely, you're going to be in a better state. So your hack is actually very proven in the real world. That's good. I didn't know that, but, you know, it works yeah. for me. It always yeah, makes me in a better mood, and I always am like, oh, I am doing a good job. So it's just a nice yep. little uplifting yep. thing to do. Being kind to yourself very important yeah it is so important well on that note thank you for coming on for today's episode lottie 
problem. You have been so great. I feel like I've learned so much, to be honest. <laughs> Seriously, you're so insightful. You have so much knowledge. You can tell oh. she's a med student, can you not? Oh, God. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Anyways, thank you guys for listening, and I hope you all have a lovely, stress-free, positive week. You're welcome. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.